Welcome to Dim Sum Mandarin Lesson 23. 大家早上好，欢迎收听 Dim Sum Mandarin. Welcome to Lesson 23 of Dim Sum Mandarin. The third episode of Module Three, where you'll pick up contextual Mandarin in bite-sized chunks. If you have listened to the last two lessons, you have probably gotten to know Guangxiang, Li Jing, and James better, and will continue with their conversation in this lesson. If you are listening to the free version of this podcast, we'll be going through a summary of the dialogue. With the summary, you'll be able to get a sense of what was exchanged in the dialogue. However, To get more out of your learning experience, we suggest that you check out our enhanced edition, in which we'll go through in detail the vocabulary and grammar points used in the dialogue, line by line. To get more information about our premium memberships, please head over to www.dimsummandarin.com. By the way, if you have not done so, do click on the subscribe button in iTunes or any other podcast app you might be using. Once you're subscribed. You receive our weekly lessons every Thursday. If you are already a subscriber of Dim Sum Mandarin and have enjoyed the show, we would then like to ask you to please leave us a review on iTunes. Seeing every new review gives our Dim Sum Mandarin team great encouragement, and by sharing your experience, we hope you also expand your circle of friends learning Mandarin. To find even more friends to learn Mandarin with, you can also like and join our Facebook fans page. Okay. Let's get into lesson twenty-three. 我们开始上课吧 In lessons twenty-one and twenty-two, we learned mainly two uses of the aspect particle le. We saw that it can indicate a change in state or circumstance, or it could indicate that an action or event has occurred or is completed. Today we'll see an extension of this second use of le as part of the dialogue, but we'll shift gears a bit and look at two other constructions first. The first thing we want to look at today is the use of the auxiliary verb hui. You might be thinking that we've already learned hui in lesson sixteen, and you're right. In lesson sixteen, we saw the first use of hui, where it indicated. Usually, a learned ability to do something. For example, we can say "wo hui zuo fan," which is "I know how to cook" or "I can cook," or "wo hui kai che," which is "I know how to drive" or "I can drive." This first use of "hui" can be translated as "to be able to" or "to know how to" or as a simple "can." In today's lesson. We'll look at the second use of "hui." In this second use, "hui" is used to talk about the possibility of something happening, and can be translated into English as "will." Let's look at some examples. Let's imagine we want to say, "I will be doing overtime tonight." To do overtime in Mandarin is 加班 That's literally to add work. 加班 So to say, 
I will be doing overtime tonight. We will say, 我晚上会加班 Note that 会 being an auxiliary verb is placed before the main verb to indicate that the action will occur. So that's 我晚上会加班我晚上会加班 Now let's try to put together the sentence. He will perhaps come to Shanghai next month. The only word we don't know in this sentence is perhaps or 可能可能 But let's first think of the sentence. He will come to Shanghai next month. This sentence will be. 他下个月会来上海 There are no surprises here. We just need to note the use of 下 in the time phrase 下个月 to mean next or the coming, just as the opposite 上 means last or the previous. Also, note that in Mandarin, the time phrase 下个月 needs to be at the beginning of the sentence. Note also. That the auxiliary verb 会 is placed in front of the main verb 来 to indicate this future action of 来 So that's 他下个月会来上海 Now we want to add some slight uncertainty to the sentence with the word 可能可能 can mean perhaps, maybe, or even probably. 可能 is an auxiliary verb and will be placed in front of the verb 会 So the sentence we want to form is: 他下个月可能会来上海 So that means he will perhaps come to Shanghai next month. Or more commonly, we'll say he might come to Shanghai next month. 他下个月可能会来上海他下个月可能会来上海。Now May first or Labor Day is just around the corner, and in China, this is one of the major public holidays. In Mandarin, Labor Day is referred to by the date that it falls on, that is May first, and in Mandarin we will say 五一 where 五 or five. Refers to 五月 or May, and 一 or one refers to 一号 or the first. Holidays in Mandarin is 假期 and we'll commonly refer to the May first holidays as 五一假期五一假期 So a question you might get asked. Or ask someone is, will you be going somewhere to have fun for the May first holidays? In Mandarin, that will be 五一假期。你会去哪里玩吗 ？Note again, the time phrase 五一假期 is placed at the beginning of the sentence, and 会 is used to modify 去 to indicate a future action. In addition. We have the new word "war," which is a verb meaning literally to play, but can also be used, as in this case, to mean to have fun 
or to visit. 五一假期你会去哪里玩吗？五一假期你会去哪里玩吗？ In Southern China, where we'll drop the 儿化音 we'll say, 五一假期你会去哪里玩吗？ And if you wanted to reply with "I will go to Hangzhou," what will you say? You will say, 我会去杭州 For those of you unfamiliar with Hangzhou, it's a beautiful city about 180 kilometers south of Shanghai, and it was the capital of China during the Southern Song Dynasty in the 12th to 13th centuries. It is most famous for its West Lake. Around which many legends and stories have been told. So I will go to Hangzhou. Is 我会去杭州我会去杭州 Let's do one more set of sentences. Let's try to ask. Will it snow these few days? Let's put some of the vocabulary for this sentence in place first. These few days in Mandarin is 这几天几 can be a question word meaning how many or how much, as we've learned. But in lesson eighteen, we also saw this use of 几 where it can mean a few. So these few days is 这几天 The next word we need is the word for to snow. We learned the word for snow in lesson fourteen, which is 雪雪 And in the same way, we use 下 as the verb to indicate the action of to rain in 下雨 To snow in Mandarin is 下雪下雪 So the question, "Will it snow these few days?" is 这几天会下雪吗这几天会下雪吗 ？Now, if the weather forecast is such that it will not snow tomorrow, but it will definitely snow the day after, how would we say that? Let's look at the first part of the sentence. It will not snow tomorrow. That will be, 明天不会下雪 Here we see that the negation of the future possibility "hui" is very simple, and we use "bu" and say "bu hui." 明天不会下雪 The second part of the sentence is, "But it will definitely snow the day after." We saw one way to say "definitely" in the dialogue in lesson twenty-two, and that is "yi ding." And in this lesson, we will learn another way, which is 肯定肯定 So the sentence "But it will definitely snow the day after" is 但是后天肯定会下雪 Note that we put the adverb 肯定 in front of 会 that is 但是后天肯定会下雪 So the whole sentence 
It will not snow tomorrow, but it will definitely snow the day after. Is 明天不会下雪，但是后天肯定会。Note that we drop the second 下雪 because it is more idiomatic. 明天不会下雪，但是后天肯定会。明天不会下雪，但是后天肯定会。If you would like to receive lesson guides detailing all the language that we've gone through in this lesson, you can sign up for our premium membership on our website. 很好 ，Now let's move on to the second topic for this lesson, which is to talk about events that are going to happen soon. A question we might want to ask is: It's going to be holidays soon. What are you planning to do? We know how to say "What are you planning to do," which is "Ni da suan zuo shen." Ni da suan zuo shen. To be holidays is "fang jia." Fang jia can mean to take a holiday or to have a holiday. Or to be holidays, depending on the situation. That's 放假 So it's going to be holidays soon. In Mandarin, is 要放假了 Here, to indicate that something is going to happen soon, the 要了 construction is used with the action or event sandwiched between 要 and 了 That's 要放假了 So the whole sentence for "It's going to be holidays soon. What are you planning to do?" is 要放假了，你打算做什么？要放假了，你打算做什么 ？Now let's look at the sentence. The movie is going to start soon. Let's go in. We actually know all the words for this sentence, so let's try to put it together. The movie is going to start soon. Is 电影要开始了 Note that the subject comes first, followed by the 要了 construction, with the action that is happening to the subject sandwiched between 要 and 了 That's 电影要开始了 So the whole sentence, the movie is going to start soon. Let's go in. Is 电影要开始了，我们进去吧。We've seen to come in as 进来 ，and here to go in is 进去。We'll see more of this complement of directions construction in a later lesson. But for now, we can try to remember to go in as 进去 Let's practice saying the sentence. 电影要开始了，我们进去吧。电影要开始了，我们进去吧。Let's look at the third example. Let's try to say, "It's going to be eleven o'clock." Let's get to check. 
So this is something someone might say after dinner, realizing that it's getting late. Again, we know all the words for this, so the sentence we are looking for is 要十一点了,我们买单吧。要十一点了,我们买单吧。要十一点了,我们买单吧。非常好! Let's move on to this lesson's dialogue. Just a reminder, if you'd like to listen to a more in-depth explanation of the dialogue, we strongly encourage you to subscribe to our extended lessons where we explain all the new grammar points and vocabulary line by line to assist in your learning. Now, let's have a listen. 你有什么想法吗？我会先带他去城隍庙吃小笼包，浴佛寺走走，法租界喝杯咖啡，然后吃了晚饭带他去外滩看夜景。周末有时间的话，再带他去杭州或者苏州走走。法租界那一家上海
and that Chinese cuisine is simply too diverse. Let's have one more listen to the whole dialogue. 那从北京回来之后的这个星期呢，你还做了什么？这个星期就在工作。我儿子下个星期要到上海了，所以我也在想要带他去哪儿玩。你有什么想法吗？我会先带他去城隍庙吃小笼包，玉佛寺走走，法租界喝杯咖啡，然后吃了晚饭带他去外滩看夜景。周末有时间的话。再带他去杭州或者苏州走走。法租界那一家上海菜挺不错的，你会带他去吗？那是一定的，上海菜偏甜，我儿子应该会喜欢。坦白说，我自己还没习惯上海菜呢。我之前在伦敦常常吃广东菜，以为广东菜就是中国菜。那怎么可能？中国菜的种类太多了。We hope that you've enjoyed lesson twenty-three of Dim Sum Mandarin. To get an extended version of this lesson, you can subscribe to our premium version, in which you will learn in depth, line by line, the language used in the dialogue. To support your learning, we'll also be providing a lesson guide detailing the grammar and vocabulary used, a practice podcast with our regular translation exercises, a vocabulary booster podcast. To go through the additional vocabulary related to this lesson's topic, and conversation worksheets to consolidate all that you've learned. Our methodology is simple. Once you have nailed down the key grammar points and the different variations in making your own sentences, you can expand your expressions with our vocabulary booster, or pick up some new vocabulary otherwise customized to your needs. Over time, you'll be able to converse in basic Mandarin. And in a more culturally appropriate manner. To find out more about our premium memberships, head over to www.dimsummandarin.com. Do let us know if you have any feedback at all by clicking on the email icon on our website. Any review would be highly appreciated as well, and will help us produce more great content for your learning. Otherwise, 谢谢大家下载并收听我们的播客 In the meantime. Happy learning, and 下次见。This podcast is a production of the Language Domus. Find out more at languagedomus dot com.